Welcome into the next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Andel, and in this episode, we will be doing a NFL draft preview, and I have two special guests on the way. And uh, before I introduce those special guests, I will tell you how the show will go. So the first part of the show, we will go 10 picks each. So we'll go 1 through 10, look at the highlights of what we think for what will happen, then 10 through 20, then 20 through 30, and then the last uh, two picks of the first round as well. And uh, just giving our thoughts on what we think might happen. Uh, maybe not going to go directly specifically into every pick, pick by pick, for just to try and keep it as concise as possible. Uh, but definitely want to uh, hit the highlights uh, for for each uh, portion of the, of the first round of the draft. Because the NFL draft is tomorrow night, which is Thursday night, uh, and it's on at 7 p.m. Central Time on ESPN, ABC, NFL Network. Uh, these two guests on my podcast, as well as I, will be dialed into the draft, as well as everybody else that's interested in it. So we can't wait for it. And then the second part of this show uh, for my podcast for this episode, we will look at what the Packers might do. Obviously, we're big Packer fans. And, and we love the Packers, so we, we want to do a, a little bit of a dive into every, what everything else might happen uh, for the highlights and then also looking more in detail of what the Packers will do. So without further ado, going to uh, introduce the special guests, Nate Van Handel and Mark Trunk. Welcome to the show. Good to be on, Adam. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Adam, thank you. Yeah, definitely. And uh, so first and foremost, we'll go one through 10. So the order is Jaguars at one, Jets at two, three, Niners, four, Falcons, five, Bengals, six, Dolphins, seven, Lions, eight, Panthers, nine, Broncos, and 10, Cowboys. And we're going to look at it as is, we're not going to do any trades, although inevitably there will be probably some movement as far as trades on draft night, but we're just going to look at the draft order as is right now as it stands. So as for my thoughts, uh, before I turn it over to you guys, uh, I think, I mean, the first pick has been set for months on end. It's been set for maybe the last year. It's probably going to be Trevor Lawrence to the uh, Jaguars. He's going to go to new uh, head coach Urban Meyer, and it'll be a really good pick. Uh, the top quarterback in the draft class, definitely really good. And then Zach Wilson has long been uh, kind of speculated to the Jets. And then at three, you got the Niners who who have moved up uh, in the draft. They, they traded, I uh, believe, a little bit uh, about a month ago or, or maybe like three weeks ago, they did a trade to move up. Uh, to the third spot. So everybody thinks that they're eyeing up a quarterback, whether that's Mac Jones, whether that's Trey Lance. I know that uh, Justin Fields might also be in the picture, but I've also heard uh, things from NFL Network and other reputable sources that uh, they're kind of dialed in on either Lance or uh, Mac Jones. So we'll see what happens there. And then Kyle Pitts seems like the guy at four for the Falcons. Five, it seems like uh, Bengals. They really need to protect Joe Burrow, so um, they'll probably go with Panay Sewell, the tackle from Oregon, uh, although they could go Jamar Chase as they could uh, try and get an offensive lineman later in the draft and then get uh, Joe Burrow, uh, one of his teammates from college, uh, Jamar Chase as a wide receiver for their another uh, kind of weapon for their offense on uh, Joe Burrow's side of the ball. And then the Lions, I don't really know what the Lions – are going to do, uh, quite honestly. I mean, they have a new coach, Dan Campbell, so uh, th- they kind of have a, a quarterback there that they traded for in Jared Goff. I don't know if he's a long-term answer. I don't think he is, but we'll see what happens. Uh, they could go a variety of ways. Panthers, today they, they traded away Teddy Bridgewater to the Broncos, so they have Sam Darnold, who they traded for earlier, and uh, he'll, he'll be the guy for now, it seems, and maybe they'll give him a full shot at it, but they might go quarterback too. We'll see. Broncos could go quarterback, even though they got Teddy Bridgewater. A lot of people think that they still need a franchise quarterback, especially in a, in a division with uh, the likes of Patrick Mahomes. 
and uh, J- Justin Herbert as well. And then the Cowboys at 10, they think that they're going to go corner, um, either Sertan or, or, or J.C. Horn. So we'll see what happens. But uh, what are your guys' thoughts on the 1 through 10? Yeah, I, I think, you know, 1 and 2 are pretty locked in. You look at Lawrence, you know, incredible talent, can't miss guy. Zach Wilson, two to the Jets. You know, he, he's got a great opportunity to do something special in New York. You know, three is really, really interesting because, um, you know, you got a number of different options, and I even think Justin Fields has got a chance to go number three. Um, you know, whether or not the, the 49ers go with Mac Jones or Trey Lance is, is going to be really interesting. But, again, I think Fields has got a shot to go there, too. And I think that, um, you know, the 49ers have a lot of pressure on them here. You know, they, they moved a lot of – draft picks away, you know, in, in the future to try to, to make sure that they get the guy that they really want. And that's just the fascinating one. Cause I think that's going to really, um, you know, set off what's going to go, uh, you know, the rest of the way, you know, at four with pits, um, you know, kind of a can't miss talent there for the Falcons. And if you look at Matt Ryan in Atlanta, you know, a guy that I think still has some good play left in him, And, and Kyle Pitts is certainly a, a great op, you know, has a great opportunity to really, really, uh, you know, thrive in that offense down in Atlanta. Um, you know, five with the Bengals, it's such a toss-up between an offensive lineman and Jamar Chase. And Jamar Chase is such an intriguing guy because he played with Joe Burrow in, in college at LSU, and they have such a connection. But, you know, if, if, it's, if you're asking me, I personally think that the Bengals need an offensive tackle more than anything. I think it's got to be Penny Suler. It's got to be Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern, depending on, you know, which guy that they value more. But, um, yeah, I think that's a must. I think they've got some guys with T. Higgins. You know, T. Higgins is a very, very talented receiver. I think this receiver draft is is very solid. You know, into the third round, second, third round, I think they can get another guy later. Um, you know, on day two. Uh, you know, with the, with the Dolphins, looking at at really trying to allow Tua Tagovailoa to to get going this year, I think they got to go wide receiver. You know, either Jalen Waddle or Devontae. Uh, uh, Smith, you know, it depends on which guy they like more. Um, you know, it, it certainly is, is kind of a toss up there. I, I like Jalen Waddle a lot, but either one is you're, you're going to get a super talented guy. The, the Lions are an interesting one because they have so many needs. They could go offensive linemen to try to protect Jared Goff. They could go linebacker. They, they really could use a linebacker. And then the other one, of course, is wide receiver, either, uh, you know, Waddle or Smith or Chase, which one of the three ends up in seven. Eight with the Panthers, pretty interesting. I, I think there's a chance that they go Justin Fields or Trey Lance or Mac Jones, depending on which guy falls. Um, you know, I know they have Sam Darnold, but you know, you got some talented quarterbacks there, and, and they're just sitting there at eight. They don't have to trade anywhere to get one of those guys, so we'll see what happens there. Um, Broncos, a lot of different needs. I think they should go quarterback. You know, J.C. Horn, Patrick Sertan. But, you know, it's, that, that, that's an interesting choice. And then the Cowboys are another one. You know, do they go cornerback? Um, you know, Patrick Sertan the second has been a guy that's been mocked their way a lot. J.C. Horn, too. And then, you know, do they go offensive line to try to, to add to that offensive line? Rashawn Slater, Penny Sewell. So, um, first, first 10 are going to be really interesting and kind of, I think, dictate how, you know, 11 through 20 go and, and – there's a few different directions that that could go. Mark, uh, what do you think for the first 10 picks? What are, your, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I mean, you've been hearing for a long time that Lawrence is, is going to go to the Jaguars. And, um, you know, I think that's probably a shoe in And same as Zach Wilson to the Jets. And, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the Niners do. I mean, some people are have talked about it depends on which kind of quarterback Kyle Shanahan wants because his offense is predicated on play action, and uh, they think Mac Jones could be a good fit. But there's people with maybe better athletes and more overall um, skills to their game that can you know make plays with their feet. People like Justin Fields, Trey Lance, that Mac Jones can't. So that'll be interesting. Uh, I agree with you guys on Kyle Pitts to the Falcons. Something to consider, this is going to be a new general manager for the Falcons. They've had Thomas Dimitrov the last, like, 12 years. 
so this is going to be a new general manager. Is it going to draft a quarterback for the future? And then, you know, kind of like how the Packers did with Aaron Rodgers. But they really need help on defense, so really they can't go wrong. They have a lot of holes. I agree with you guys on the Bengals with getting a, a tackle. I mean, Joe Burrow was just under pressure constantly last year, and we saw flashes of how good he can be. But if he's not protected, that's not going to help him. So I would, I would, if I were a Bengal fan, I would want them to take Penny Sewell. And then um, going six for the Dolphins, <laughs> like you were saying, Nate, they need to add some more weapons for Tua. Uh, he kind of struggled in his first year, but you know, people have to remember that was a COVID season. He didn't have a full training camp, so I think having another full off season will help him out and give him some weapons. Um, I would say for the next game, is it uh, Detroit is seven? Is that right? Yep, yeah. that's right. And yeah, so I mean, it'll be interesting to see if they want to keep Jared Goff or if they don't. They could take a quarterback in the second and third round pick, but they lost Kenny Galladay, so you think maybe receiver would be an option. And then the Panthers, who knows what they're going to do? They've kind of had a quarterback curse over the last few years, so they could use definitely some offensive line help. And they lost some receivers in free agency, so. Maybe Devontae Smith will be there. And then the Broncos, with the trade for Teddy Bridgewater today, obviously it looks like he's going to be in their plans. I don't know if – I don't know what they're going to do with Drew Locke. Um, he's a high draft pick for him, and they're going to be paying Teddy Bridgewater a lot of money, so maybe he gets traded. And then if Dallas stays at 10, they really need help on defense. Like you guys were saying, Patrick Sertan, um, J.C. Horn would be good. Their offense is really good. Like if Dak, if Dak Prescott is healthy, and all the other weapons stay healthy, they'll be tough to stop on offense. But they need lots of defensively, so we'll have to see what they do there. Yeah, and uh, moving ahead in in the the draft, uh, so eleven, you got the Giants, and then twelve, the Eagles, thirteen, the Chargers, fourteen, the Vikings, fifteen, Patriots, sixteen, Cardinals, seventeen. The Raiders, 18, Dolphins, 19, the Washington football team, and 20, the Chicago Bears. So before I give my thoughts on this, I'm just going to say, I think one of the big storylines, and a lot of other people think it's a big storyline too, is what is New England going to do? I mean, they have the rumors about are they going to, take a quarterback of the future they kind of have can't have cam newton under a one-year deal uh and and they have him under contract but i'm not sure they view him as their long-term answer i think cam as far as age i think he's relatively young i think he's like in his early 30s so he's still got some football left in him uh and he showed some flashes last year with the patriots of doing some good things earlier in the season, and then I think uh, towards the middle slash late portions, he was kind of more up and down and consistent. Uh, so they kind of brought him back just to have somebody there for now. Uh, but they they definitely uh, might trade up and get one of those five quarterbacks that'll, um, that, that are going to go. I mean, I would think that all five of them uh, would go in the first round, and it, it'll be just a matter of are they going to trade up for like a Justin Fields or a Trey Lance? Uh, or or even a Mac Jones. Uh, so we'll, we'll kind of see what happens there. Uh, obviously, Zach Wilson, like we said, and Trevor Lawrence are one, two. It just, it's just a matter of who's going to go get those other three quarterbacks in the first round. So I think that's a very intriguing storyline. And the Patriots last year uh, didn't have a Patriot-like season, and they didn't have Tom Brady for their first uh, season at, at, in a long time. He went to the Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers won a Super Bowl. Uh, so uh, Bill Belichick didn't make the playoffs. His team didn't make the playoffs. And I think that Bill Belichick got a little um, not very happy with that. Obviously, nobody would be happy with not making the playoffs, but especially Bill Belichick uh, with how much success he has and everything. Uh, great coach. And uh, he, he definitely wanted to spend a lot of money. Uh, their GM wanted to spend a lot of money. And they were the kind of the uh, people who – owned the, the free agency period as far as signing a bunch of players and, and, and all that. So we'll see what happens there. But as far as the Giants at 11, I think that they could go tackle. I think uh, 
they they definitely need some uh, help up front uh, in order to protect Daniel Jones. Uh, maybe another uh, wild card for them could be linebacker. Uh, maybe Micah Parsons uh, might might go there. Twelve to the Eagles. I think that they're going to get a wide receiver. I uh, could be wrong, but I think uh, they're going to get uh, either Waddle Smith uh, at that spot if they're there. Uh, otherwise, if not, uh, you could see them going maybe corner uh, potentially. And then 13 Chargers, I think uh, so, some more help up front would, would be helpful. Uh, you got to protect Justin Herbert, uh, their young quarterback. And then 14 Vikings, I think uh, – Defensive player, maybe an edge rusher, uh, maybe somebody like a uh, Quiddy Pay or uh, Gregory Russo uh, from Michigan and Miami, respectively, uh, could could go there. Uh, Mike Zimmer's always been a big defensive coach. Uh, obviously, was the defensive coordinator before he took over the Vikings' head coaching job. Uh, so the Vikings still do have a pretty good offense. It's just a matter of getting some more defense. Um, you could maybe see corner there for the Vikings, but they do already have a lot of young cornerbacks. Uh, so I'm not sure that they'd go and pick another young corner cornerback when they have other areas on their defense to improve. Uh, and then 15 Patriots quarterback. I, if one's there, I would think that they would, uh, take, take a shot on the quarterback of the future, whoever that is with fields or, or, uh, Lance or, or Jones, uh, whichever one's left over. 16 Cardinals, I think maybe they could go to uh, Trayvon Merrick uh, from TCU. Uh, potentially, he, he's a safety that is really good. Uh, very uh, awesome player that uh, plays kind of all around. He can play safety. He can play corner. Uh, maybe he can even play uh, uh, linebacker if they really need. I'm He's not a prototypical linebacker uh, as far as uh, size and everything, but sometimes they the teams move around players and, and, and maybe he gets some looks there. And then 17, I think the Raiders need an offensive lineman. 18, you got the Dolphins again. Probably give maybe give uh, Tua, Tua some help up front. Otherwise, maybe look at a defensive player as well. And then the Washington football team. I think that they could maybe take a quarterback. It just depends on who's left. If there's any of those five quarterbacks uh, that are get, probably going to get picked in the first round, uh, would they take one? Otherwise, um, they would look at other areas uh, to improve their team. And then the Bears, I would th- think a cornerback. They lost Kyle Fuller. Uh, they they cut him for uh, cap casualty because uh, they needed to uh, rework their cap. So maybe they go uh, corner. Uh, at 20. So uh, maybe Greg Newsom is is a name uh, that would go. And uh, Greg Newsom went to Northwestern. So Northwestern's right around Chicago. So he wouldn't have to uh, go much far to his uh, NFL team if he gets picked there. So what are your guys' thoughts? Giants. um, You know, I I think the Giants need to add offensive weapons. I, I really do. And I know that there's people that have said linebacker. They've got a lot of needs too, but, um, you know, depending upon if a wide receiver slips, because I think it depends on if Devonte Smith or Jalen Waddle makes it to 11. Cause I think Jamar Chase is going to be gone. Um, Smith or Waddle, if one of those guys makes it to 11, I think the giants have got to go with that guy without a doubt. Otherwise, again, like you said, you know, Adam Linebacker is definitely a position. Quiddy Pay, you know, um, Micah Parsons, Jalen Phillips, Gregory Rousseau, depending on if they want to go with more with an inside backer or if they want to go with more of an edge guy. Um, you know, they can go in a number of different directions there. Philadelphia, you know, a few different directions they could go. They're another team that if a wide receiver slips, they got to go there, I think. Um, but cornerback... You know, a, a, a weapon defensively would definitely be an option for them. The Chargers, the Chargers could look to, to add some help up front. You know, Elijah Vera Tucker, uh, Christian Darisaw, Rashawn Slater, if he were to slide, I think are all good options to try to protect Justin Herbert and, you know, help them offensively. The Vikings, this is a really interesting one going back and forth because some people say they got to go edge, they got to go pass rush. Mike Zimmer loves a pass rush. Some people say they got to go cornerback. I think they got to go offensive line. 
I think that if they can add another offensive lineman to protect Kirk Cousins and to get downhill with Delvin Cook, I think that makes them even more dangerous because, holy cow, are they good at receiver with Justin Jefferson, Adam Zeeland. They're set with, with Delvin Cook. If they can get another offensive lineman that can really you know, protect Kirk Cousins, get after it in the run game, you know, Elijah Barrett-Tucker is a guy that's been really, really mentioned with them. Christian Darisaw, uh, you know, even Tevin Jenkins, if he made his way uh, a little higher on, on the board than many think. You know, those are guys that I think the Vikings should target. But otherwise, you know, obviously the, the edge rusher with Quiddy Pay and, uh, you know, Gregory Rousseau, Jalen Phillips are also options. You know, the Patriots, 15, I, I think they go quarterback. I think whoever's there, they go quarterback. And if there's not a quarterback that they think is going to be there, they trade up. Um, I don't think Cam Newton is going to be the quarterback there for a long time. I think they go, you know, Mac Jones, uh, uh, Justin Fields or Trey Lance, whoever's there. You know, one of those three is the guy that they go with. Uh, 16 with the Cardinals, you know, I think they're really, really offensively driven. They've got DeAndre Hopkins. You, know, you talk about adding A.J. Green. Kyler Murray is fantastic. Um, you know, they got guys offensively. I think they got to add something defensively. I really do. I think they got to find a way. And and they've got a number of different holes. So just adding a guy defensively. 17 with the Raiders. You know, edge rusher or safety. Uh, Trevon Merrick could be a guy that goes there. Um but I, I think edge rusher has definitely been a position that they've looked at. Also, maybe an inside backer with Micah Parsons. Um, Dolphins, you know, we have earlier taking a wide receiver. I think they go defensively here. Edge rusher, maybe Jalen Phillips, Gregory Rousseau, stay in Miami. Um, 19, the Washington football team could always use some offensive line help. A guy like Christian Darrisaw would look good there. And then 20, the Bears. Do they go corner to, to replace Kyle Fuller with a guy like Greg Newsom? Or do they go wide receiver to help out Andy Dalton and to help out maybe a future quarterback there? Maybe the Bears try to trade up and get a guy like Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, we'll see. But whoever is going to be the future quarterback there, I think they could use a weapon offensively. And Elijah Moore and Rashad Bateman are guys that you know could definitely fit there. Mark, your thoughts? Yeah, so uh, quickly on some on some teams. So, yeah, I agree um, with the Giants. They need some more playmakers. And something interesting on uh, The Ringer, uh, it's a, a, a sports sports website. They talk about different, different things related to the draft. The Giants actually had the lowest-rated pass-blocking offensive line last year, so they need to um, – they need to – fix that they did add uh, Kenny Galladay in free agency and they're getting Saquon Barkley back so you know that should help them out and then yeah the Niners as far as their um their pick here at 12 it depends on what they they do with their first pick of, and their and the it depends on what they do with the third overall pick that they have um if they draft a quarterback then they could go you know cornerback or guard um, as far as the Chargers, they need some offensive line help, and then also cornerback would be good. They uh, lost Casey Hayward and um, don't have many safeties on the roster, so that could help them out. And I agree with what Nate was saying on the offensive line for the Vikings. It, it just seems like they never have a, never have a above-average offensive line. That's always a weakness for them. So that's something they need to fix, and they probably can need – they could use some more pass rushers besides Anthony Barr, and um, we'll have to see you know, what uh, Mike Zimmer wants to do there. And then Patriots, I agree. It depends on what the teams do ahead of them, but I, I think Belichick is going to go for a quarterback that he can uh, that he can develop. And they've been linked to Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, for years since they traded him. So if they don't take a quarterback, that might be my guess as far as what they're going to do. Uh, Cardinals, I agree with you, Nate, uh, on what you're saying with their defense. They need more guys on defense. They have a loaded offense, and Cliff Kingsbury is a very offensively focused guy, so they need to uh, focus on the other side of the ball. Raiders, they got rid of a bunch of offensive linemen, so they probably should have to take a tackle. And Dolphins, we'll see what they do. They could, who knows, they could even double down on receiver if if the ball, if if the board falls right, they could get one at six and one at eighteen. You know that would really help Tua. Uh, Redskins, they need some offensive line. Washington football team. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Washington football team. Yes. Thank you, Adam, for correcting me. Um, yeah, they need some offensive line help. They have Fitzpatrick as a quarterback. They also have um, uh, Taylor Heineke. I don't know. If, I don't know if his two-game performance last year was enough for them to not take a quarterback, but we'll have to see. And the Bears, I mean, they need offensive help bad on every position, pretty much offensive line, receiver, quarterback. So whoever's there, uh, I think they should take the best player available. And um, obviously Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace are going to want somebody that can contribute right away because it sounds like this is a make-it-or-break-it year for them. So we will have to see. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I think on those picks. Yeah, so next uh, in rounding out this episode of my podcast, uh, we only have a few more minutes left, so I think that uh, we'll go pretty quick with these last ones. So the Colts, I think uh, may- maybe some uh, more more uh, defense for them. I-, I think that offensively they're pretty good. They got Carson Wentz in the offseason, and uh, they're going to try it, try it with him. I think that maybe a change of scenery for him could work. He's obviously with his uh, old offensive coordinator and uh, Frank Reich uh, back when Reich was with the Eagles. So maybe that reunion uh, will will do uh, Wentz really good. And then the Titans, I think uh, they lost, uh, I believe, Adam Humphreys. And then they, they also lost uh, New Smith in, in free agency. So they have to go probably a, a wide receiver, maybe Elijah Moore there. Uh, the Jets, uh, maybe a running back, Travis Etienne, I've heard. Uh, they kind of run a, a zone block, blocking scheme, and that's right up tra- Travis Etienne's alley. Uh, so maybe they do that. And then, uh, although, of course, with the Jets, uh, they're kind of re- rebuilding still. And obviously, they're going to get probably Zach Wilson. So they they have other needs. But maybe they uh, also look at running back because they don't really have a running back uh, there as far as a long-term option. Steelers, a lot of people think Najee Harris. They need a running back. I think that they could go there. Uh, the Jaguars maybe get uh, Trevor Lawrence, the new quarterback there, some some wide receiver. Uh, help so maybe go with like a Rondell Moore or, or Rashad Bateman or somebody like that. The Browns uh, maybe go defense. Uh, Jamen Davis would be a, would be a nice player. The linebacker from Kentucky uh, would would be nice. Uh, and then the Ravens maybe they go they go receiver get uh, Lamar Jackson some more help. Uh, so maybe uh, one of those uh, receivers that I just mentioned a little bit earlier. Uh, the Saints. They could maybe go to receiver as well. Uh, otherwise, offensive line. The Packers, I have no idea what the Packers are going to do. I mean, in years past, we kind of have a, have a thought of what they might do. But they have so, some uh, areas of need, although they were very close to the Super Bowl last year. Uh, they still do have some areas of needs. Will they go receiver? Will they not? Will they continue on the defensive side? Will they get offensive line help? We'll see. Uh, and then the Bills, uh, maybe get a corner. Uh, that would be helpful uh, if they get a Asante Samuel Jr., maybe, uh, somebody like that. And then the Ravens, again, on the clock. So maybe they go linebacker. They've, they've had a, uh, Matthew Judon, I believe, left them in free agency. So maybe they get his replacement there. And then the Buccaneers. Buccaneers have a lot of people returning. They don't really have a whole bunch of glaring needs because uh, they have pretty much everybody returning from last year's Super Bowl team. So it's just about adding more talent. So maybe they go uh, with another receiver, although they already have a bunch of receivers. They, I mean, they, they don't really need it's need anything. It's just about, about maybe adding some people and maybe planning for uh, people who are on last year's their deal to maybe after this year have uh, people coming in for them uh, to, to take their spot as far as long-term answers. Because uh, they do have some veterans that are only on one-year deals, and and maybe uh, they'll only be there for another year, and then and then they're out the door. So they might need a plan for the future with that. So I do want to get your guys' thoughts on the last uh, end of the draft, and we will do that uh, and wrap up another episode of Big A Sports Show after this short audio break. Stay tuned.
Welcome back, and we are finishing the look at the upcoming NFL Draft, which is Thursday night, tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Central Time on ESPN, ABC, NFL Network, big night in the NFL. Uh, before I get uh, the wrapped-up thoughts from my guests, Mark and Nate, uh, on another edition of my podcast, uh, I just want to say I- I'm just very happy with how far we- we've come with-, with COVID. Obviously, COVID's not done yet. Uh, but we've made strides, and we're to the point that sports are slowly easing their way back in. I remember last year, uh, and when the NFL draft came around, it was like our us sports fans only like morsel of of live sports, and and it was just like, oh, the the NFL draft is on now. Like let's let's do this up big, and and let's make an event of it. And that that is every year, but we just like couldn't wait for it. Uh, last year and now we're kind of slowly getting back we're not we're not past the pandemic yet we still have some some things left to do uh to get past it but we are making strides so i just want to uh thank everybody including the guests and everybody my you know everybody involved uh it's just been great so anyways i do want to get the last thoughts from nate and mark on 20 through 32 and then the last couple minutes i do want to do a small uh, dive into the Packers, uh, getting our thoughts as to what they might do. Cause I, I don't want to sell this Packers short. Cause that's kind of, uh, our bread and butter as far as being Packer fans. So 20 through 32, Nate and Mark, your thoughts. All right. 21, the Indianapolis Colts. I think they go a number, they go a number of different directions. You go offensive line. I've seen a couple of mock drafts today that, you know, one said Tevin Jenkins, the other one said, you know, go with a defensive guy, go with Quiddy Pay or go with an edge rusher like, you know, Jalen Phillips or Gregory Rousseau, um, you know, Jeremiah Owusu-Koroma, depending on where the draft board lies. Personally, I think they should go defensively. I, I think offensively, they got some things going. I think Frank Reich, you know, getting back together with uh, Carson Wentz is going to be a good thing. Jonathan Taylor's there. Um, you know, the, I, I think offensively they're pretty good. I think they really need to add a little more help defensively. I know they had a good defense last year. I know that, um, you know, that was kind of their, their selling point. But to add to that is just something that I think they could really define their identity that way. Titans at 22, everybody's saying Elijah Moore. Everybody's saying that they're going to go with the Ole Miss wide receiver to pair him with his former college teammate, A.J. Brown. Um I feel like that's a that's a good fit there. Jets at 23. I think the Jets need to add some help defensively there. Robert Salas, their coach, guy that obviously has a great defensive reputation with his, um, you know, from his time with the 49ers. I think he adds a defensive, or they add a defensive playmaker, a guy like maybe Caleb Farley. Um, you know, then you take a look at the Steelers. Obviously, Najee Harris is a very popular pick there in a lot of mock drafts. But I think they need to look at their offensive line, too. Christian Darisaw, Tevin Jenkins, maybe. At 25, the uh, the Jaguars, they need to add playmakers. I think they got to look at an offensive playmaker. But I don't think that it would be particularly bad if they went offensive line either. I, I keep saying Christian Darisaw um, because he's such a great player, and I think he's going to be gone at that point. Another guy to look at is Christian Barmore. Looking at defensive line, looking at some help on that side of the ball. The Browns, I think the Browns are really, really talented defensively. I think adding an offensive weapon would be good for them here. Maybe Kadarius Toney. Um, but a lot of people are saying defensive help, defensive help. And man, is that defense going to be good? Uh, 27, the Ravens. I think they go defensive, you know, defensive edge guy like Adam was talking about, maybe to replace Matthew Judon. Another guy is Teron Merrick, maybe at, at, Safety, Saints. I think they go defensively too. You know, a lot of people think Xavier Collins or Jamin Davis there uh, as a linebacker. They could use some linebacker help. The Packers at twenty nine. We'll give some more thoughts on that later. I just got this feeling they're going to go offensive line, whether it's Tevin Jenkins, Landon Dickerson, um, you know, a number of different guys. Possible another possible guy could be Rashad Bateman if he's there. Bills at 30. I think they had a, a guy on defense, you know, whether it's a guy like Gregory Rousseau, um, you know, uh, Jeremiah Owusu Korama, if he's there, you know, it depends on how the board falls. Um, you know, and, and then you look at the Ravens again. You know, I think they go, you know, opposite 
then. They might go receiver at that point to help Lamar Jackson out. And then at 32, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think they add to their already strong defense. Or maybe they add with a running back. I know they got a lot of guys that are running back, but maybe they go with a Najee Harris or a Travis Etienne. Mark, what do you think? Yeah, so um, quickly on these. So with the Colts, I agree uh, with when they were saying about bolstering their defense, it'll rather be a strength than, yeah, Carson uh, Wentz will be probably an upgrade over Phillip Rivers. They can do more stuff with them, and something to consider, too, with the Colts, their left tackle, Anthony Costanzo has been with them for a while. He retired, so they could go offensive line. Uh, Titans, they need receivers outside of A.J. Brown. They uh, are kind of thin. I believe Corey Davis went elsewhere in free agency. Uh, They could also use a cornerback and a tackle. And then with the Seahawks at uh, 23, I'm sorry, it would be the Jets. Um, They should probably get some offensive line to help whoever they draft for quarterback. And with the 24th pick, the Steelers, a lot of people are talking about Najee Harris for running back. So they need uh, they need an infusion of talent at the running back position so they can go there. Uh, they could also use offensive line. And then with the Jaguars, I agree with what Nate was saying about getting offensive line. They could also use some defensive players. They have they've lost pretty much everybody that was elite a few years ago from on their defense is gone. So they need to replenish the talent there. Uh, Browns, the next pick, 26, they have a pretty deep team. They don't really have tons of big holes, but they could use some more playmakers on defense. And then if you look at the Ravens, they should probably get some um, some front seven guys on defense to get younger. And then their receiver position has been a, a problem for them the last several years, so you can go wrong with that if they get a receiver. Saints... They should probably be looking here at uh, receiver or cornerback. They don't really have anybody else besides Michael Thomas at receiver. And uh, their cornerbacks are uh, kind of in flux right now. They let go of um, Janoris Jenkins. I believe Marshawn Landmore got into some off-the-field trouble this offseason, so I, I don't know, you know what his status will be for next year. Packers we'll talk about, again, um, like you guys were talking about earlier, I'm assuming receiver, offensive tackle, cornerback, and then Buffalo. They could use some more defensive players. They gave up a lot of points in the uh, AFC Championship game against the Chiefs, so that's probably in uh, the forefront of their uh, personnel office's mind. How can they beat the Chiefs? And then Kansas City, they've upgraded a lot on their offensive line through free agency, so they they could still use some defensive players. I think they were kind of exposed in uh, the Super Bowl that once when they go up against elite offenses, they can still get lots of points. So that should be something they fix. And the Buccaneers, I mean, I hate to say it being a Packer man, but they don't really have much weaknesses. Whoever they get will help them out. Um, maybe maybe defensive line because they have couple older players there and uh running back you know maybe maybe they might need something there but whoever they get is pretty much a, a bonus for them so that's what i think on the last uh, picks of the first round yeah uh and before we jump to what the packs are going to do and close out another episode of my podcast for big a sports show i just want to say the buccaneers like mark was mentioning i mean the, the NFL draft for, for any team, for any organization, there is some pressure that, that goes along with it because you're picking players that are going to be on your on your team and you have to evaluate the talent and, and try to make every pick uh, to the best of your ability. But the Buccaneers probably have the lowest amount of pressure on them because they have a Super Bowl from last year and then they have everybody coming back from last year's team on both offense and defense, I think. And I, I think I saw today... Uh, from ESPN that all their play callers are coming back as well. So they have they have the whole band back together. And uh, obviously there's some pressure, but really they want to hit on the pick like, like any team does. But even if, if let's say, they, they pick a player and later on in the career, that in their career, that they don't, they don't get the guy that they want there, 
it's not as much of a big deal as it is for other teams that need other areas uh, uh, to be filled on their on their football team. And a, a player that I do want to mention before we go to the Packers is Caleb Farley, the corner out of Virginia Tech. Uh, he is a player that has had some back issues as far as teams don't know exactly what the status of his back injury is. Uh, but he's a player that you take all the injuries out of it. He's was by projected by some to be like a top 10, top 15 pick. Like that's how good of a talent he is. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how teams weigh that out. I know today from ESPN, it came out that uh, he tested positive for COVID. Now he said from his, uh, from himself that he's asymptomatic and things like that. Uh, We heard that within the NFL media today. Uh, so we'll see how, how that uh, turns out as far as that goes. And hopefully uh, all things are good uh, there for him, uh, both with the back and the COVID. Hopefully it's all good uh, with that. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see, do teams want to risk uh, the, the back injury or do they not? And if they do and it pans out, then they get a really intriguing prospect and probably a prospect that is 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 better than some of the other prospects that are being picked higher than him. So uh, we'll see what happens uh, with that. But anyways, I do want to close out this episode with the Packers and kind of our thoughts there. Uh, I'll go first. I think that the Packers could go offensive line. They could go corner. They could go wide receiver. They could go, uh, not many people think that they could do this, but they could actually go linebacker because they have Preston and Zadarius Smith. I believe uh, their contracts are coming up in either next year or the year after, or they have cap numbers that might be better if they go elsewhere with them. As much as we love the Smith brothers, uh, they do have uh, that uh, as well. uh, As far as figuring out uh, them cap wise, we know for sure that they're not going to pick a quarterback because they picked Jordan Love last year. They have Aaron Rodgers. They don't need a quarterback. They don't need a running back in the first round, maybe later rounds, you know, Yet a running back for depth because they need to uh, kind of replace Jamal Williams uh, in the backfield. And then pretty much every air, other area of their team, I think, is a, a need. I mean, I know that they're on the doorstep of the Super Bowl, but they also have a lot of players that are going to be coming up in the next year with free agents. And I know that they're the Packers, so they'll probably figure it out and they'll be the Packers for a long time. And the Packers that we love, the really good team year in and year out in the playoffs. But you do also also have to be mindful of they have some corners that are, that are only on one year deals uh, besides Jair Alexander, and they have some other cap numbers that that might get all uh, wacky as far as that goes uh, with Adrian Amos and and like the Smith brothers brothers like I mentioned. So I think first round, I I really like Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. I think if he's there. I know the Packers don't pick wide receivers in round one, but maybe, maybe it changes this year and you get Aaron Rodgers another weapon offensively uh, with that. Uh, otherwise, they could go offensive line uh, with 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 a player there, uh, with like a Tevin Jenkins, uh, somebody like that. Uh, and then also maybe defensive line, get Kenny Clark some help up front, maybe Christian Barmore. That would be a really good pick if he fell to the Packers. Um and, and they picked him from Alabama. And then linebacker, they could go there as well. Uh, and then maybe maybe a corner too. So they, there's a lot of different ways that they could go. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see if they trade up too or if they trade back. A lot of different options. So, guys, uh, kind of what are your thoughts? You know, I'll just get my overall thoughts for the entire draft as far as what I think. You know, the Packers have 10 different picks. I don't think that they're going to pick 10 guys. I think they're going to move around, manipulate the board. I think Brian Gutekunst has proved um, in his time as general manager that he's very willing to move around and target the players that he really, really wants. And, um, you know, with those first five picks, you know, you look at the first round pick, the second round pick, the third round pick, and then the two fourth round picks. So in the first four rounds, they have five picks. I think that they got to pick at least one of these five positions um, to fill out these these five picks. I think they need a wide receiver. Um, you know whether that's in the first round with a guy like Rashad Bateman, or if it's an Elijah Moore. If Elijah Moore were to drop, 
Um, or it's Kadarius Tony or Rondale Moore. Um, you know, I think they got to get one of those four guys. I think one of those four guys has got to be added to this offense um, to add just another guy um, to, to make things roll for arguably the best offense, um, you know, in the NFC. Uh, I think they need an offensive lineman, without a doubt. I think things with David Bakhtiari are up in the air as far as, um, you know, his status to come back from the injury. Um, and it's not to say that he won't come back as good. It's when does he come back? Because he, he might not be back week one. He might not be back, you know, until the middle of the year. We don't know. Um, and to have another offensive lineman there, um, you know, you lost Corey Lindsley. And I know that they've got interior guys like Lucas Patrick, Elton Jenkins, and John Runyon Jr. But, um, you know, to have another guy uh, to play tackle, you know, so maybe it's Evan Jenkins. Um, you know, maybe Liam Eikenberg, you know, a number of different options. Um, I think they need an interior defensive lineman. You know, I think they need to give Kenny Clark some help. You know, they got Dean Lowry up there and Tyler Lancaster to go with Kenny Clark, but I think they need to get Kenny Clark another guy that can really, really disrupt things. I think they need a cornerback, uh, you know, a guy to push Kevin King, um, a guy that's going to be, uh, you know, uh, fit well in, in Joe Barry's new defensive system. You know, I, I think a guy like, um, you know, Caleb Farley, if he falls, you know, Adam just talking about Caleb Farley, Greg Newsom, Asante Samuel Jr., a number of different guys at cornerback. I think they need to add a linebacker than two. You know, I, I think guys in the first round, Zayvon Collins has been a very, very popular name. Jamin Davis has been a popular name. And then Nick Bolton maybe in the second round would be an, a, a guy that they could target. But I think that those are the positions they need to get. They need to talk about a wide receiver, an offensive lineman, a defensive lineman, a cornerback, and an inside linebacker. I think those five positions are the five positions that they got to really highlight in those first five picks. And then add depth, add an edge rusher later, add a running back later, I think. You know, you got two running backs with, with A.J. Dillon and, and Aaron Jones. Add another guy in those middle rounds. Maybe hit another guy like a Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones type guy in the middle. Um, you know, look to add more help on the defensive line. Look to add maybe a guy at safety, you know, a wild card pick for the Packers early could be Trevon Moore um, at safety. Find a way to play three three different safeties, but I think that you add some depth later on. Maybe take a shot on another wide receiver later on. Um, but I think those for those five positions, they really got to add you know prime picks early on. But that's how I feel. I don't think the Packers are that far off, and I think that if they get a few impact players in this draft, it can really push them over the top. They've had a couple special years in a row, a lot of guys returning, a little bit of a fresh start defensively with the new defensive coordinator. I think they're on the verge of breaking through and making some key picks in this draft could really help to put them over the top. Very well said, Nate. Um, Mark, uh, what are your thoughts as we round out another episode of Big A Sports Show? Yeah, so I agree with a lot of what you guys are saying. Um Brian Gerkins usually likes to draft a year early on some positions, so you know he might surprise us with what he decides to do with his first few picks. If he, you know, it could whether it be a, a linebacker to replace Preston Smith, or you know somebody to somebody in the secondary to cover for Kevin King, probably leaving after next year. Uh, but yeah, they didn't. They need a receiver. They need someone who is a quick, fast guy that can get you third downs. I would say kind of like a Julian Edelman type. Uh, cornerback, they need someone who can uh, play with Jair Alexander and just be solid. They don't have to be spectacular, but be solid because Jair covers up a lot of holes there. A defensive tackle would be really nice as well. I mean, Kenny Clark has been really good for him in his time with the Packers. He hasn't had too much help, you know, side of Mike Daniels um, early in his career. You know, Kingsley Kiki, maybe he takes the next step, but I think Gerkins should probably try to add some depth there. And then um, offensive line, I agree. You know, that's an important point that Nate was making. You know, Bakhtiari, we all expect him to be back, but is he going to be at 100%? And when is he going to be at 100%? The good thing is they have a couple of guys like Lucas Patrick, Billy Turner, who are versatile on offensive line. So, I don't know. I'm assuming Gutekinds has talked with the coaching staff as far as where he's going to put different guys and where, where they're thinking of putting different guys 
as far as position wise, and that'll help him determine what he wants, what what position he wants to go there. Um, what else is going to say for linebacker? They got some good inside linebackers. I don't think that's the need there. They could you could always use more more pass rushers, and then I something else too that later in the draft would be really nice and. Um, Andy Herman, uh, who's a really good, knowledgeable guy on uh, Packers stuff, he's talked about this for a while. They need someone who can return punts and kicks because last year, actually the last few years have just been a, uh, kind of a revolving door of people, and it's been a big problem. They've had special teams. They've ranked in the bottom of special teams for a long time. It would be really nice to get someone who can, you know, get you a better field position and uh, be a threat to opposing special teams units. So who knows, maybe Goody can still find somebody in the late rounds for that, but that's what I think. Yeah. Uh, great, great analysis uh, by Nate and Mark. Uh, thank you guys for being on another episode of Big A Sports Show. And uh, I'm sure that they'll be on in many other episodes in the future. So stay tuned for that as well as everything else they do for my podcast. And uh, that'll about do it, though, for another edition of Big A Sports Show. Uh, I'm your host, Adam Van Handel, and we are all very excited for tomorrow, the NFL Draft. It kicks off uh, at 7 p.m. Central Time on ESPN, ABC, and NFL Network. And uh, it'll be round one, and then uh, the next day will be rounds two through three. And then the Saturday will be rounds four through seven, rounding it out. So it'll be a lot of fun, and uh, we'll be dialed into it as well as a bunch of other people uh listeners of this podcast and a bunch of other uh people as well so if you want to keep uh spreading the word about my show you can keep spreading the word about my show i'm always looking for as many consistent listeners as possible i try to do this as much as possible uh and make it a priority so i'm always uh, looking to make big a sports show as good as it can be and i think i've gotten off to a pretty good start since i started it last october and i always look to uh, keep pushing forward and keep pumping out good sports content for my podcast. So thanks guys for being on and we'll see what the Packers do. And uh, I'm assuming uh, next week sometime uh, might try to have you guys on. Uh, otherwise for sure, I will do uh, some sort of a recap of, of the draft. So thanks guys uh, for being on. Absolutely. Thanks for having us in. Thanks big A. You're welcome. Another edition of big A sports show. I'm your host, Adam and Andal and Please, if you want to, subscribe to my show uh, as well. Uh, it's the easiest way to get a hold of my show. Otherwise, just search Big A Sports Show, available anywhere you get your podcast. So thanks so much, and enjoy the draft.